We dedicate this season to friend of the pod, Christian Salisbury, a life and talent taken from the herd way too early. He will be remembered for his speed and agility, but most of all, his smile and infectious enthusiasm. If you're able, go to the link in the description and donate to the Christian Salisbury Memorial Fund and help more kids like Christian find their way to professional football. Carry that rock in peace, my friend. You will be missed. Time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and thank you for joining us for Turf District Thursdays, as it turns out, uh, as we move to Thursday, as we launch the week and we get ready for the season. Uh, Game one, home opener coming this Sunday. So much to talk about, and we have an amazing guest, and you're already watching, and you see his name right up there, and that means you need to put your questions right down there, and then we'll get to those as we go through. Uh, But thank you for joining us on YouTube Live, or if you've downloaded the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, If you could do us a favor and like, subscribe, share, leave a comment, all those things to try and help grow the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, But again, thank you for joining us for the fun and games this evening. Um, I will bring in the gang first, and then we'll get to our guest. Let's start with the one and only... Super fan, Mike. One and only. One. Well, is it <laughs> like one and, and subscribe? Only? Like and subscribe. I, I still like like and subscribe. I know. Subscribe better. It, I mean, it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, we'll take what we can get. That's, it's that's, true. That's perfect. Um, happy week one, my friend. Yes, sir. It's going to be great. I've got uh, the team reps are coming to Spruce Grove tomorrow. Yeah. They're playing at Fear Field, and we got Fan Day on Saturday and a game on Sunday. This is like it's like Christmas. It's fantastic. I- <laughs> <laughs> right and yep. while we're recording there's a game on like absolutely a game that actually counts for points and calgary's losing all the things that we want it's, it is the best day i know it's like wow i just i, I the days can't get any better than this yeah, yeah well I'm except for sunday when up. we yeah at sunday when we win at home it'll be fine yes sir yes. all right uh also joining us tonight is commissioner kayla how are you commish and calgary's losing to who BC or should no. I just Vernon say no they're Adams. losing to Vernon Adams Jr. There we go. Okay, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. Sorry. That was uh, unbelievable. I know. I I just lost points. <laughs> it's okay. I'm losing points in fantasy right now, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of them. You and I are very similar that way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, let's uh, let's bring in our guest. Yes. Uh, we yes. wanted to start yes. the season with a bang. And uh, we are going to welcome in the CFL's 2002 East most outstanding player and out should have won most outstanding player uh, and now starting wide receiver for your Edmonton Elks number 87 Gino Lewis. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, 
Yeah, we we uh, we've I know we've been working on this for a while, and uh, it's always been trying to time it up to get the schedules together. But I, I'm glad we've got you here. We've got the human highlight reel on the show. Um, very happy to see you in green and gold. Tell us a little bit about how that all went down, and and with free agency, and then you finding a home here. Yeah, uh, it it was a different situation. This past year was the first time I actually went to free agency. Uh, I used to sign all my bills before that, but we had we had the temporary window. Um, Chris Jones and uh, you know G. Roy, you know they basically. From the beginning, made know that they were going to come after me and they would try to do everything they possibly could. Um, so the way they made me feel, uh, just, you know, throughout the whole process and, and uh, you know, be a tenant or, you know, my role, you know, what I would be doing for the team. And, um, I felt very comfortable. They made me feel very comfortable. Um, they really showed me, like, my work. And, uh, you know, that's really what I was really, uh, really appreciating. And I just seen the potential. Uh, this team uh, at the last four or five games last year, um, you really kind of see them putting everything together. And uh, I wanted to be a part of something where, you know, I knew I could come and make an impact on the team and, and help the young guys, you know, understand how, how much it takes to, you know, be successful in this league and win games because it's hard. So um, I just want to kind of bring back for the everything else, you know, what this organization is known for, um, you know, just – uh, the historic, you know, history that that comes with this organization, and we got to bring that back. Oh, you talk. You start talking about history. You're just talking super fans language. He's getting all <laughs> excited there. It's true. <laughs> I can't argue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is your sixth season in the league, I guess, with 2020 not having happened. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it you like best about the Canadian game? Um, well, for one, I didn't really appreciate it until I. Hear it, but three down for a receiver is is love. Got to throw the ball, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're gonna have opportunities, you're gonna have the chance. So you know, be ready when it comes your way, and that's what I like because you know, as a receiver, most of the receivers are the chance and also opportunities to make plays. So um, I just feel like it gives everybody a chance to really know their skills. That's awesome. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, you already touched a little bit just on Jones and G-Roy, um, but obviously with this being your first camp with Jones specifically, how's that experience been for you so far? Um, it was it's been, it was great. Um, you know, for me, coming to, to Edmonton, one of the big things for me was the facility. Um, having hot tub, hot tub, um, like that, in a bathroom. Court. That 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 blew my mind. <laughs> if they would have told me about the basketball court a little earlier, they might have had me earlier. I I had no idea because a lot of people don't know. Like basketball is is like really really special. You know, a lot of families play basketball, so, and it's such a big correlation for like playing basketball and being a receiver. Um, that's it's, it's like everything kind of comes together. So I'm able to work on my game and my skills even more just having. A basketball course like that, but um, just even like the players, like man, like my team, they embrace it so well, um, and you can just tell like they just want to win, and they just need to set up a foundation and a culture where everybody can buy, and you know, all on the same page. And that's really what it comes down to. 
That's awesome. We used to, uh, years ago, we had uh, the Edmondson at the time Eskimos played a basketball game against the Oakland Raiders yeah, uh, in 1981, and uh, Edmondson won. It was pretty impressive. We should do it again. And I'm, I'm gonna have 30, 35. I'm ready to go. Oh, <laughs> You're ready. <standing>. I'm ready <laughs> to go. Okay, off the team, who are you picking to play with you? Ooh, uh, there you <laughs> go. There. Now I'm gonna stick you with a question. Um, so actually, so actually, me and Stephen Dunbar, we've been going up there playing a couple of games, like last couple of days. I'm, I'm shooting. I'm doing pretty well. I've been shooting pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm kind of hot right now when it comes to this basketball game, so I'm 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 ready to go talk to the stinkers right now. I'm ready to go. Yeah, nice. I was, yeah. I was just gonna ask if you were if you got to go to that game that they invited the Elks to. Oh, I did, and we had we had a beautiful time. Like, I don't know, I don't know if they experienced you know that type of that type of those type of fans that we had when we came in here that day. It was like a high school game in 2000. Yeah, that is Yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. That, that warms my heart so <laughs> much. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm gonna be going to the Stingers games more. Like that was even when I was in Montreal, I was going to the Alliance, uh, for the Stingers. Oh. So I'm, I'm always trying to get involved in the whole basketball scene wherever I. Am. So you know, the more I you know get into that too, I know it's gonna help the city. <sighs> I I feel a, a really good um, you know turf district field trip is taking Gino oh, to a basketball game followed by ice cream. Yes. I think this is like that sounds that sounds like the best day in the world. Exactly. <laughs> like, the only right. days that's better than that are Edmonton's game day. Uh, there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, you, know, you, you beat beat me to the punch on that one, but that's you know perfect. <laughs> you should. You should. Um, Tell us a little bit about your history in the game. Um, when did you first get introduced to football? Who introduced you? And, and when did you start playing? Yeah, so originally I was in Pennsylvania. Um, so, you know, my mom, uh, uh, when I first started playing, it was time to, for her to uh, make, sure, make me stay out of trouble, uh, you know, and keep me active as a kid. Because, um, you know, it's a lot going you know, while I was growing up. Um, you know, my mom had three jobs and things like that. My dad uh, was a star basketball player growing up, but then you know when he got to college, he started dealing with some you know alcohol and drugs addiction. Mm -hmm. um, so you know my mom had to work a little harder, uh, so just to put the food on the table for her kids. But she always did everything that she needed to do for us. <clears throat> um, uh, but I always loved when I was when I was younger, even kind of today, but more when I was younger. Uh, I love I love hitting people like football. Players. You don't get in trouble, you know. What I mean? So it's kind of like, oh, uh, you can go and hit people, but you won't get in trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is good. And then, uh, yeah, I've been playing since I was six. Um, at, I've been playing football since I was six. So I just always had a love. I, I was a safety. I was, I was a deep lead. I also played quarterback, but I just love, I just love to be physical. I love hit people. So, um, you know, it's me and my best friend who actually. Is Professional boxer now. Um, his name is Steve Johnson out of Philadelphia. Uh, me and him, we grew up playing the same teams together and everything. He was like a year or two older than me, but I, I was the same size as everybody. And he's a type one diabetic, so it was kind of hard for him to gain weight too and everything like that. So, but um, yeah, it's kind of what that. My father, when he actually got his life together, he went to rehab. 
Uh, he actually made his way to Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour and a half, hour forty five minutes northeast of Philadelphia. Um, ended up being remarried, uh, went to rehab, got his life together, became a pastor. Um, wow. And, uh, you know, started taking care of his kids. I ended up moving with him uh, just in a sense of, you know, my mom, it came to a point where I was 13 and I need a father figure in my life, you know, to help me, you know, put me in the right direction and be successful. And my dad was an athlete already. So he knew what it took. My dad got drafted in 1989, he drafted to Utah, went to Pittsburgh and South Alabama University. And, um, you know, once he really got his life together and, and started, you know, doing the things that we needed to do, it was easier for my mom to tell me, you know, like, you know, go up there, give it a chance, see the things that you know, he can help you with that I can't. And uh, honestly, at the end of it all, it, it was perfect and it worked out the way it needed to. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a phenomenal story. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you obviously have, have traveled a lot for football and playing at Penn State, then traveling yeah. all the way down to Oklahoma, and then you come up to Montreal. Yeah. Uh, to play Canadian football. Was there a culture shock coming to Canada or? So luckily, when I was at Penn State, my best friend, uh, when we came to school, his name was a killer from Mississauga. Um, but he he went to St. Francis, New York, to uh, play football. Uh, and he was one of the best players in New York. So when we, when I got to Penn State, <clears throat> literally, the, you know, man, like, had a, Super fine. I was really my best friend. And uh, probably like, I would say like my junior year, he would always talk to us, hey, would you go to the Canadian Football League? And like, as Americans at the time, like, we know NFL or that's it. Like, that's, that's how we kind of like are just coming up with this whole situation. So, you know, we're looking at like the CFL. What are you talking about? What you going to the CFL? And he's like, hey, listen, y'all say, y'all say all of this, like, y'all won't go there, and all that, but you never know. So he would always tell us, like, man, listen, y'all need to go experience it. See the CFL. It's a great dynamic. We're like, hey, please. Like, listen, we got a kid. We're playing Michigan next week. So we, we ain't really trying to care on that right now. <laughs> uh, but, um, boom, when I, when I did it, I found out one of my trips, I had called him. So I'm like, hey, kid. Going to, going to Montreal, he's like, oh man, you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Like, it's like Paris, they got brick roads everywhere. <laughs> like, mind you, he, he get me excited. But at the time, he never told me that, like, French is the first name. So I, I didn't even know that. I out there. So, like, I get on the plane, uh, get to camp with like three days left of training camp. So, like, I, I guess, but when I get off the plane, so you'll, uh, airport everything is in French. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> what is this? I'm I'm trying to figure things out. But I also luckily I had a coach in high school too. Uh, he actually played with Montreal. Um he came out of college at a James Madison University. So he kind of was telling me a little bit about it too. He said it's a great situation. Um, um so I mean me personally I was just happy to keep playing. So uh, I embraced it as soon as I got there. I just said, you know what, man, this is the opportunity that God has given me, and I'm gonna try to take advantage of this the best way I can. Oh, 
Amazing. I, I, I'm just, I'm so excited to ask these next questions. So I'm going to try not to fangirl, but, uh, so obviously I am a big fan of Vernon Adams Jr. But what you don't know is also you, um, last year or in the year before that, I was just standing over the owls. I mean, I'm a hardcore Elks fan, but I yeah. love the connection that you guys had over there. It was just, it was a brother. It was something different. Um, so I want to know a little bit more so just how those group of guys, specifically like the connection that you had with Vernon Adams Jr., how that culture and relationship was built around you guys and like what inspired it? Because I, and, and I'm a big fan of Kahari Jones too, but who yeah. isn't? So. <laughs> yeah, so. So when I first got the monster with three days left of camp, I remember I told you like the first thing was kind of like a big transition. I'm not gonna say it was shocking, but I had it just so when I first got there, the first time I seen Bird Adam Jr. was like I seen him at the practice, like I, I kind of knew was a little bit um there. After practice, I see him go we're at we were uh at Bishop's, we are at Bishop's for training. And I see Vern go to the, the fan, like after practice, he's like, oh, no, I'm almost a And I look, man, I'm like, he speaks French. Like, in my mind, I'm like, well, he speaks French. And then I go up to him, like, he's coming, done talking to the fans. I'm like, hey, bro, you speak French? Like, how long you been up here? He's like, I know some words, you know what I'm saying? I've been here. 2016, but you got this problem. People they love you trying and just keep trying to get better. So I, so I'm like, okay, okay, okay. So I'm like, I'm like, if he just knowing a couple words, I can do that before. But you know, what the hell goes. Um, and then honestly, like from there, uh, we got real cool. Like we would, like after I made a practice roster, um, you know, he would stay and, and throw passes to me after practice and all that type of stuff. But it was crazy because he ended up getting he ended up getting traded that mm-hmm. to Saskatchewan with Chris Jones. So it was like that that was the first time like he left. I'm like, man, like that's, that's my dog. Uh but you know, things came full circle, he ended up coming back. Um and I told him, like, listen, man, we we gonna we're not gonna do this like last time. Like we're gonna make these people remember like we got we're gonna stamp our name right now. Like we, if we do what we have to do is be consistent, we're going to be the next thing to And I told him, like, listen, at the end of this office, I got you. Just find where I'm at, and I'm going to make sure we're good. And, uh, yeah, we just started building a, a, a great friendship, you know, over time. And we just, every day, and we just connected and connected and connected. And uh, then William Stan, when he came there, it was kind of like that was our big three. It was like, hey, listen, man, we can change history. We can, we can do this. We can do that. And then Kahari came. It kind of, everything was just kind of all in the place. It was just boom, 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 boom. And uh, like you said, it was just the connection that we had, like that foundation that we built. Um, I personally, we thought we were going to do it forever. Like, we thought we were going to be in that thing forever. That's kind of how you want to make it. You want to set that foundation and just get people to believe that, this is the core right here, and this is the core that can make this happen. And um, you know, as time goes, goes by, we change that culture there. We start winning, we make playoffs, things like that. But I also understand, you know, the business side of it. Like everybody wants to win now, 
it's 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 not you know time is ticking and you know they want to count so it, it's just unfortunately we came up short a couple of years uh you know but to the no matter what you know for the rest of my career like those guys are my best my best friends forever uh nobody can ever take it about me and I'm like, and and you and you you can be friends on bye weeks, and then the rest of the yeah. time it's like that's it. I'm gonna be taking you down. That's all. That. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I understand that. Uh, I don't think Cornelius speaks French, but how is the connection with Cornelius <laughs> now that uh, now that you're in Edmonton? It was great. So I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give y'all. When I first when I first got to talk, to, uh, I call him TC. Okay. You know, yeah. I call that's that's the free house called six six called free house. So <laughs> when when he was tech, when I first found out I was going to Edmonton, I said, "I'm like, yeah, what's up, Brian? You good? And I'm glad to come up there and, and we're gonna work." And he's like, "Yeah, that's cool. We just can't we can't work out in Norm. So Norm Oklahoma is with uh, Oklahoma University. Okay. So I'm like, it's, it's only a couple people that." Say that to me, and I said, "What school did you go to?" He's like, "Oh, I'm Oklahoma State." I said, "Oh man, you a cowboy!" <laughs> oh man, I said, "You know what? You six seven, so we gonna make this work. Don't even worry about it." I ain't never had a quarterback this tall, so you know. <laughs> come to find out, I get the can, and we got Kyle Lyon. So. I see him one day, he, he's putting some horns up with his hands. So I'm like, hey, where did you go to school at? He went to Texas. So now I got two quarterbacks, Oklahoma State, Texas, and the Oklahoma receiver. And in another lifetime, couldn't even be friends with these guys. <laughs> but you know, right? But these days, hey, those, I love those guys already. They're cool. Already put in a great relationship with him. Also played for it. So, uh, just love being around the Outstanding. Uh, go ahead, Superfan. Uh, you bet. So uh, you obviously this week did an autograph session with uh, Stephen Dunbar. Yes. Uh, and we got Fan Day coming on Saturday. So how was the autograph session and being out in the community for you here? It was great, bro. They did two different ones. The first one about it was um, we went to South Alberta. Alberta. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was at Tim Horton. Probably the best drop to Tim Horton's person you can see when you pull up. You know what I'm saying? You see a face like me, you know, I'm putting a smile on your face. How you doing? You coming to the US game this Sunday? That's the first thing I'm asking them. So it nice. was, that was fun. And then, yeah, me and Stephen Dunbar, we did a session at uh, Century Park, uh, uh, LRT station location. And it was, it was awesome. At first, you could just see a lot of the people were kind of looking at us. And we had else gear and stuff on, um, but you know, see, that was my first time at the station. So I realized it's a lot of Alberta University students. But then you realize how big that station is, and there's a lot of high school kids, there's a lot of middle school kids. So like, I know, like, I know just from myself. Sometimes you in college and you in high school, sometimes sometimes too cool to like engage with people like. like yeah, I'm too cool for that, man. Uh, I'm kind of a different person, but but you get the ones too who are excited and have been Edmonton fans for their whole life, and that's all the parents, you know, raising the beat. But then you get the high school kids and you get the middle school kids, and 
they get excited because my first thing when I got there, I asked me and Dunbar, said, listen, if you want to tickets or you want to sign football, you got to name me Emmy, Edmonton Elk, or Eskimo in the area. I need to hear somebody because, you know, it's a new generation. So some of them don't know too many Eskimos or they know a couple or some know a couple of the new Elks. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, and mind you, it got people excited because some didn't know, but their friends knew. And I'm like, listen, I'm going to turn around. Y'all go call a friend, Google a friend, y'all figure it out. And then some of them, some of them, they'll be like, because my name will like come up first. They'll be like, Gino Lewis. And I'll be like, Gino Lewis, what do you look like? And I'll be like, what do you look like? And they'll be like, oh, I said, let me see it. And they'll, they'll look at me. Wait, oh, you? Yeah, how you doing? My name is Gino Lewis. This is Steven Dunbar. Yeah, and they're like, oh, okay, you know what I mean? So we just kind of get engaged with the with the, with the fans and stuff like that, but they loved it. You should have seen all the kids. They actually they figured out like who we were. They Some of them were missing their buses, missing the, the train. They're like, the next one. So uh, I was. it was great to see all those kids. I love seeing the kids, man, because those are the next generation. And those are the ones that we, we have to, you know, get in that mindset of likeness for and seeing stars on the street, being accessible to them. Um, I feel like that's what helps them want to come to the games and want to want to tell their friends, their families, and things like that. Oh, man. Well, I mean, speaking of seeing your face on, like, a screen and stuff, <laughs> I mean, you're going to be seeing your face all over town, and you probably have. Uh, but how is it, or what's it like being the face of the franchise and seeing your picture up everywhere and people Googling you? Yeah, I, honestly, it's a blessing. Um, it's a real blessing. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, to, to be in the position that I'm in. Uh, just because um, I've worked really, really hard for this, man. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a real, I'm a dude, you know, but I know how hard I'm hard, really worth this, you know, where I came from the odds that were against me and you know trying to just be able to put myself in this position it, it makes me even more hungry because it's like if i can accomplish this what more i accomplish so much more than even a cop but i'm just trying to be an example for one for for you know all my people back home Wilkesbury, pennsylvania for sure um because i remember being a kid and i didn't get to see you know all the star athletes you know come to my high school or come to my area and things like that. So sometimes we're not that privileged to, you know, be in that situation. So when you got guys that are able to do it and that want to do it and, you know, just want to see the smile on people's faces, it just hits a little bit different. You appreciate it as a person. Like, you know, just he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to come out here. He didn't, if he really didn't want to, he could, he could do the things that he want to do. But the fact that, you know, these, these, we come out there and, you know, just try to put a smile on all the faces, it's, it's a big thing. And for me, um, when I was in Montreal, I was a big, I was a big uh, person going to the Shrine Hospital for the kids. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a really, really huge thing for me. And I got seven brothers and sisters, and I'm the third person. So it's always been kids in my family. Um, like that's just always been something that that has stuck with me since I've been a kid. Just always taking care of the kids, making sure the kids are good, and putting the kids in the best position to be successful as they grow. Amazing. Outstanding, outstanding, and uh, and yeah, I I can tell you, I've I've now seen your face enough. If I saw you in real life, I think I'd know who you are. Yeah, because uh, it's like, hey, I know, I I see I see all everywhere. It's amazing. Uh, Mike, do we have any uh, fan questions we want to throw in there before we get to our last few that we got? 
Yeah, we got one right here. It's from uh, Tim Capper from the Alouette's Flight Deck Tim podcast. Tim Capper, my boy. <laughs> That's my dog. Mr. Tim, man. Those, hey, shout out to the Alouette's Flight Deck. They're good people, man. Yeah. Yes. yeah both, he and Cliffy D are both here. Cliffy D. Shout yeah. out to Cliffy D, man. Yeah, he says, uh, so when did Gino find out he was going to be on the cover of this year's CFL record book? Uh... So I'm going to be honest with y'all. I didn't know about that until it came out. I had, <laughs> I had, that was a surprise to me. Um, and I was, I was again, that's another thing I was grateful for. Uh, but that was, yeah, because honestly, I think Tim and them were one of the first ones that I've seen put it out. But yeah. they put it out like on a late night. Um, I think I had seen it before I was asleep. I, I was kind of like half asleep. But, um, yeah, I thought that was awesome. My dad, he was excited. And I saw my mom, my brother, and sister. So, um, Sometimes, sometimes it's good to be surprised with those type of things. Sometimes I don't even want to know, you know, and it's like I had, I kind of like, okay, cool. There's something else that I wasn't really expecting. And hey, we just, we just, feel, we just break a barrier each and every time. I think what they did there is they're like, oh, this guy should have been the MOP. So let's put him on the record. Book. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's I, can, I can say that to you now. You're wearing the right colors. Actually, no, I would have said it last year. <laughs> yeah. I would have said it that way. Anyway. We thought it last year anyway. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, Tim and uh, and Cliffy have asked us to make sure that we take good care of you, and we will. Um, that's what our our we do for our podcast, brethren. Hondo uh, So, <laughs> oh, Mike, <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, any other uh, fan cues we have in there right this moment, or nothing yet? Not no. yet. Okay, we'll let people fill some more things in. Um, uh, in the in the meantime, um, you've got a big game coming this weekend, Gino. Um, you basically got a new receiving core. Um, how has the connection been with those guys as, as you're coming into game one? Uh, it's been awesome, man, so far. Uh, you know, the receiving group, uh, you know, just getting to know some of our work. And, man, I, and the thing is, I've known many, I've known about many the last few years, uh, you know, just some of the guys I played with. The guys when I came in to the league, like Nick Lewis, Ernest Jack, we just kind of those kind of, that's kind of his class too. So coming up, um, it's been awesome, man. Just to just to really be in a situation now that like I'm like a real veteran now. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. not like you would think some of these guys are older, they really are, but they're not. They're young. Like uh, Dylan Mitchell is young and and ready to go. Even Dunbar, he's young. So uh, I'm young too. Don't I wouldn't let that I, I, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm just saying my my knowledge and being in the league for for six, seven years, you know, people start looking at me for specific things as a leader um, and as, as somebody looking to just because I didn't experience from them. So, um, it's been great getting to talk to these quarterbacks. Like, it's just, it's just crazy to see like how young these dudes are because when I came in, I was just like a whole different, whole different type of CFO. Guy. So, it's like, just see, you see how the game kind of is transitioning, you know, changes a little bit, but just adjusting to it and understanding your role, things that you have to do, uh, you know, help teach every time. But uh, it's been going good, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this Sunday and uh, just to go out there and put everything up this way. Absolutely. Uh, so I've got another question in from uh, Payline FX's Paul Reckner. Uh, he says, who is the teammate that has surprised Gino most since arriving in Edmonton? Oh, oh man. Listen, 
It's definitely a couple, but the main the main person that has really caught my eye, AC. I always I always knew AC Leonard was good. I, I played him against and things like that. Um, I knew he was good, but now like really seeing his his artwork like at practice every day, um, and he's like he's like a a sad. Like he don't really talk too much, like you know what I'm saying. But he got this demeanor that's like, yeah, he's a dog. Like I, I feel bad for this offensive line at the day. I'm ready. I'm ready to see AC and and the D line go crazy. Uh, and uh, if you're talking about a young guy, you know some young guys. Um, I think seeing Kevin Brown and mm-hmm. and Brooks, Shannon Brooks. Yeah, I mean, rookie man, he can. And he falls forward every time. <laughs> five yards. So uh, that little one-two combo is going to be crazy. Yeah. And I love watching uh, D. Mitch. Uh, uh, yeah. I love just seeing him develop. Like I re- some of the, the qualities that he had with him, I could I seen it myself when I was younger. So it's like I'm I'm really happy I, I was able to you know uh, help him as much as I can. You know. What I- He's a sponge too. Like he has so much talent that he hasn't even tapped into yet. That a lot of people don't even know. Yeah, he's gonna be one of them next boys, really, really up. So I'm excited to see him working. Absolutely. Oh yeah, we're all big uh, Dylan Mitchell fans here too. And and it's funny that you say that because I I remember we talked about that last year when he came on the scene. We're like, he he's got that same kind of build and and stretchability like gene was and and then you came here and i'm like oh well now he's gonna learn from the guy who actually knows yeah. how to do it this would be amazing so um and he says very nice things about you too just so you know yeah. uh so it's uh it's good i'm i'm i'm, ex- I'm excited for that all right mike uh uh, well, that was my question, but another question might be, uh, do you have any personal goals or team goals for this year? Uh, team goal number one, Greg. That's, that's, that's <laughs> number one. That's a good goal. Yeah. Um, we will have three crews in one this year. Whatever, anybody, if, you, if anybody still thinking like that, just say it. Um, <laughs> they are, they are, you still think that we're not going to win a home game this year? Just say it. So, yep. <laughs> uh, and and for me personally, my goal is always just to do better than the, my stats I did to get for. Um, as long as I know that I'm doing that, I mean, I'm consistently getting better every year. Um, and and just being able to make the plays when I need to make it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm always I'm a fourth quarter guy, so I love being in those type of moments and things like that. So, um, you know, it's just about being under control. Don't ever get too high. You know what I mean? Just play the game. As long as I put everything out there at the game, I can do. Ooh, awesome. we need a bit of fourth quarter in in this team. So that's awesome. <laughs> listen, I'm a fourth quarter king because listen, we were, they was calling us the cardiac kids back. Then. Yep, so we had everybody almost having heart attacks. So, but we would come and we would make work every time. Oh, just an aside. I can't remember if it was. 2018 or 19 that double overtime against calgary where you guys came back is still double, one of my favorite games 2019 for the 11 points 38 seconds left yeah i scored i scored i scored i did i took it from reggie 
Southern, I took it on it once. I said, went down, we scored again. And yeah, I remember that. That was that was crazy. That was a unbelievable game. It was still one of my top games, and I actually like watched it in my car. I was glued to my like little phone TV screen, yep. just like this game is insane. <laughs> and in the last play, Kyrie had a chance at the end. They had a look at it. They didn't know if he had footage. Mm-hmm. It was a touchdown, and they, but they ended up saying foot without a game. Yeah, yeah, just uh, ooh. The good thing um, for y'all is. I've had some real battles with Kyrie, so like the way I feel about them is still how I feel about them. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. What it is. And I ain't gonna lie to you, like you know, in those times too, when I first got to Montreal, they, we were losing to Kyrie a lot. Then those next two years, I think we sweeped them at one point in time, and like you know, so we bring that same energy here. That's all I. Mean. Wow, now you're just sucking up. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. I got Chef's <laughs> <Just> kiss. <laughs> That's what we want. What what, and, and what is the what is the call uh, during the game? Is it the Labor Day weekend? Uh, Battle of Alberta. It's Battle of Alberta. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. I'm hearing a lot of, a lot of good Ooh. things. It is. Oh, yeah. That is like one of my favorite weekends. Always down in Calgary. I hope you guys are going to come down to Mike and Andrew this year. For Labor Day? Oh yeah. Maybe. I, oh. I, I don't know about this five o'clock start. Oh my goodness. That's Half a, o'clock uh, Tuesday. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Okay, I'm glad okay. that we cleared that up. That's perfect. Now we're set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally like segue into like my own little friend. But uh, I, okay, this is. We knew you were going to do it. At I some know. Point. Yeah. I okay. Know. Like, yeah. <laughs> but obviously, speaking of fourth quarters and having a bit of a drought at home, um, if you had. Any message to relay to all the Elks fans out there? What would you say? Get your popcorn ready. Right oh! Get your popcorn ready, and that's all I need to say. If, like I said before, if you have any doubt, it's okay. You can stay at home. But if you know and you feel the energy that's going on in the city right now that I feel and that I understand, listen. Get your popcorn. That's all I tell you. That, that's the title of the podcast right there. Get there your you popcorn go. ready. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mike, is there any more uh, fan cues in there? Uh, yeah. So uh, Leanne's asking, uh, what teammate has had the most impact on your CFL career so far? Oh, um, if you're talking about him, like my like career-wise, like, mm-hmm. like playing in the game, probably burn that burn that main reason why they I'm still not there. Because the one thing I didn't say was my my first year when I did come up here in 2017, I got up with uh three days stuff again. First off, um, our head coach was John. And he had probably hard off my my life when I came up there. And they like, yeah, just, you got three days and here are these 40, 50 players you need for the last preseason game. And I'm yeah. like, sheesh, I'm coming out of college. I'm not I'm not sure how to process all this stuff yet. Like I'm trying to get my mind right. We had a play. We had a play. It was one play that I always was like, it was a curl and go. I remember that play. Uh, they were like, we're going to run this play and be ready for it. And I remember that was the first time I got in the in the huddle of running because he was playing the preseason game. He's like, Jamie, I'm not reading anything. I'm throwing this curl and go. So. I don't care if it's cover two, two men. I don't care. I'm throwing. I said, I got it. Ended up, 
ended up uh, making a one-hand grab. It was on TSN top number one place for like two weeks. Um, and honestly, that's really what saved my, my, my career uh, and my dreams, man. And uh, without that, I would have never made a practice process. Y'all would never know who Eugene Lewis did. And, and, you know, that's one moment I'll cherish for the rest of my life because I didn't even know at the time the magnitude of the play. I didn't even know how much it was going to affect the rest of my career. Starting there to being where I am now and looking where I'm trying to go. Um, so, uh, yeah, probably Vernon Adams, <clears throat> for sure. Uh, William Stanback, uh, Chris Slugger. Um, um, man, it's, it was been so many minutes. Older guys, like having Nick Lewis, Ernie Jackson, mm-hmm. like, coming into the league, like Joe Bowman, Adair uh, Bowman. That was my boy, too. Shout out mm-hmm. to my boy, Adair Bowman. Um, and Coach Tuck. Uh, Justin Tucker, that's 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 a, that's a great yeah. dude right there. He was my coach, man. So, um, Black Gordon, that's another one of my. I, I've been with so much, so many like really good dudes about history, um, things like this. Like one of my first quarterbacks was Darren Durant. Like you know what I mean? I learned, I was learning stuff from him too. So, uh, I just think I really came in at, at a at a great time, uh, and a lot of guys were you know getting ready to retire. It really helped, you know. Understand and, and taught me like, hey, listen, you don't have to do things exactly that you would do in the south. That's the way to do it up here too, you know. So I'm very grateful to have those guys, uh, you know, earlier in my career to help me, and so now I can help the next generation and the next guys you do better. Amazing. Ah, uh, so awesome. Um, all right. Any other ones? Actually, I got one question that I just got there from uh, Cliffy D. He said, uh, you changed the uh, alarm code in your crib and how are we supposed to water your plants? <laughs> and, man, so Cliffy D, man, when I come back to my show, we're going to go out and eat again. And they, them, them guys, uh, we, we go out to eat, man. And, um, that's man. I, I miss them dudes because they, they always appreciated me too early on, um, and things like that. So, uh, anybody who's seen the vision before the vision, uh, always, always beautiful in my heart, man. Absolutely. It is uh, too bad that the team isn't playing in Montreal this year. That would uh, have been listen, great. Yeah. I know. Because I know. <laughs> listen, I don't know how the CFL did it, but I, we don't go back to Montreal. Uh, Hampton and Bo, they don't go back to Calgary. To Calgary, yeah. And there's it's another, it's somebody else. And does Cody not go back to Saskatchewan? Yeah, Cody doesn't yeah. go back to Saskatchewan. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they they some some way they put that together. That's the crazy CFL script I ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, oh man, but you know, it's it's just that's just God saying I got patience. I got patience. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah. Well, we got to get uh, Cliffy and Tim coming out here for uh, the Ottawa the October game. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to them. I think they're going to try to do it though. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Nice. Oh, see, yeah, they, they they come out, then we'll we'll all get together. It'll be a good old time. Yeah. Exactly. All right, we got one more question. Okay, uh, this is from Ken Ludwig. Uh, it says, right now, Gino, you're obviously in the prime of your career. Do you think about post career right now, or is you just sort of focus on on the here and now? Um, I think about my post career, but honestly, too, I love being in the moment. I love I don't I love being in. What I'm in right now is I want to give my all to it. You know what I mean? I don't want to give half to this team and I'm trying to give half to other things. But I also understand, that, you know, for my future, I need to set things up and, and put, put 
place. But honestly, right now, man, I'm just, I want to give my all, especially for this new organization that I'm with now, man. I'm trying to give my all. I want to set the foundation in the community with the team, you know, fans, everything. Because uh, I feel like that's the only way, the best way, you know, to get the best engagement from the fans and from, you know, the community. Uh, people want to see that, you, that you're outside. They want to see that you're doing stuff. And they want to see that you really do at the end of the day. Because, you know, some people just do it because they feel like they're obligated or have to. But the best ones are the ones that do it from the heart and they just always want to go out there and uh, people can generally feel that, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's some things that I definitely do want to do get to, into in the future. Personally, a lot of people ask me about coaching. I will probably coach basketball, you know, <laughs> yeah. in my future. Again, I, I, basketball is, is a thing where football, it's a lot of attitudes, man. It's a lot of attitudes you got to deal with. You got a lot of positions that, like, <laughs> You got to let them be who they are. And there's some positions that are like, you shouldn't, you don't need to be like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> basketball is, is not that hard. I got five players on the court and I got, hopefully I got a LeBron James or, or some type of, you know, Steph Curry on it. And hey, listen, it's the fourth quarter. We know who's getting the ball. I don't know who's, I don't know who's talking about. Hey, who's shooting? You know, football. That's what I think about. We got, we got Eugene Lewis, Stephen Dunbar, Taylor Mitchell. Swear, that's a lot of guys you can go to. It's yeah, a lot of guys fair. you can go yep. to. And, and we trust in all of each other. Like, we all trust that we all going to make the play. You know what I mean? Things like that. But, yeah, future-wise, I, I would love to get into basketball type for sure. Well, I'm glad that you're getting close with the Stingers. You can just stay here and just coach them. Or, I mean, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Hey, listen, y'all going to see me at some more Stingers, I'm telling you. Y'all might even, hopefully, I can get down there for on a half. So I can get a couple shots. Of them. I heard the Evans Snows did it last year. Oh, yeah. With a couple guys. Um, so, you know, they just they just need to let me go out there and get a little tryout so they can really see that it's real. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a mid range assassin. That's much I'm a mid range assassin. Mid range is crazy. And, and my IQ in basketball is just it's too elite. Like some people call me a bum LeBron, but I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could have got Bum LeBron is a Hall of Famer, you know? So, <laughs> Fantastic. Now I have two titles for the podcast. I'll have to figure it out, but I, I think I'm going to go with get, get your popcorn. I think I like that one better. Um, well, Gino, thank you so much for uh, taking some time with us tonight. We really appreciate it. And uh, I know a number of people are saying in the chat that you've, you've, gained uh, more fans and uh, loving your responses and uh, and people are really getting excited for this team and and part of that is what you guys are doing but part of it is knowing that you're playing on the team so um, we're really really excited to watch you on Sunday and throughout the year but uh, we can you know knock off that W early and then we'll be yeah. away away we go um, I will be having popcorn <coughs> in the stands I'm very yeah. excited um, where do people find you online if they want to kind of catch up with you and, and watch what you're doing? Yeah, man. So you can uh, go. I've got a Twitter, Gino All Day 7 on Twitter. Uh, my Instagram is no brand Gino. Um, I didn't have an Instagram for like my whole career. You know, they used to call me no brand Gino. So they like, hey, you must just keep it. No brand Gino. So that's what it was. So catch me at no brand Gino on Instagram, man. Um, I got a documentary on there. You guys can check it out my bio and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to learn more about me, more about my family and things like that, man, go check out my documentary. Um, yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. 
Well, thank you so much. And, uh, and of course we will uh, see you on Saturday at uh, fan day because yeah, we, uh, we, we will most definitely be there. Uh, so uh, uh, we're excited to meet you in person, but again, thank you so much for doing this and uh, all the best on Sunday. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Go out and let's get ready for Sunday. Let's get it. Let's go. Absolutely. Okay. We will be right back on the podcast with a little more to set up this game. Uh, stay with us. This is Niles Morgan, and you're listening to the Turf Digital Podcast. And we are back, and oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, even with the uh, the audio problems, I was just hanging on every word. I know. And it's just like, wow. Yeah. It, yeah. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, um, if you if you go back and watch it on YouTube, it's uh, I, I found that I was kind of wa- reading his lips a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, but his answers, like, although that might be one of the greatest answers ever of, oh, well, you should look up some some Elks players. And it's like, oh, I see Gino. Gino Lewis. What does he look like? <laughs> like that was some, I wish I was there for that. Like, <laughs> oh it was outstanding um can i just actually say when he answered like the fate his favorite most impactful player players Mm -hmm. um right before that vernon adams jr scored a touchdown yeah had three touchdowns this this game that's amazing he ran it in and i was like what are the chances like like it's perfect and i think oh i think calgary just got one Possibly. Well, Looks Ken like Ludwig was saying that Mayer had less than 100 yards passing in three quarters. That's a shame. Yeah. Yep. I'm... Oddly enough, uh, Elizabeth Audet disagrees with you there. Oh, um, well, I, I, I feel like... Um... You know, I, it's oh, well. not really, I'm not really that upset about it. Okay. Uh, oh, no, Calgary did score a touchdown because uh, they just kicked off. So we, they, did, they did get one. What's the score? Um, I'm just trying to wait for it to come up because it's TSN. 12 there you go, twenty-two, twelve. Oh, yes, so we're good. Yeah. Uh, other than my pick'em, which I'm going to stick with my pick'ems when we get to there, and then oh, it'll be like, oh, so horrible. Okay, let's brutal. get to our uh, our next topic. Uh, our next topic is roster moves. Uh, yeah. The Elks did make a few roster moves here. Uh, a couple more uh, releases. Yep, fullback Michael Beaudry. Um, which is now spelled right in the script. Thank you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> defensive back Christian Campbell, defensive back CJ Jones, wide receiver Raphael Leonard, linebacker Matthew Thomas. Shocker. Uh, to some degree, yes. Um, I mean, just, I mean, I don't disagree with it necessarily. I was a big fan of his last year. It's just it shows how much the the play is elevated. A hundred percent. Offensive line, Jalen Guthrie and defensive lineman, Christian Rector. And I think that's the yeah. other one that did kind of catch me. Yeah. yeah. I was like, because Paul was even talking about how yeah. he, when he's on the field, he gets sacked. So, but again, mm. we just heard from one of the guys that AC Leonard is somebody to watch. So I, I, not that I didn't know that, but it's still like validation. Right. So from a guy uh, that should know. Yeah, 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 maybe a little. Yeah. Um, now we did also make one signing. Um, uh, sounds good to me. Uh, national punter Jake Julian uh, comes from the Red Blacks releases. Uh, Dave Campbell saying that he was had a number of punts, four point five to four point seven hang time. That's almost in Matt Matt Mangle. Was that who was was last year? That just was monster. I think so. Oh, we just lost Mike. He just oh, disappeared. No. 
But yeah, yeah I, I was a big fan of Matt Mangle, so yeah. That's if that's a comparison, right on. Like, well, if you're getting four point five, four point seven for Oof. for like that's massive. Whoa, better whoa. than the low kicks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know what? Hey. We'll, we'll find a way. Uh, I'm sure Mike will join us once again here in just a second. Uh, usually we would go right now to Horde and Tell, but uh, if Mike's oh, not here. Um, um, oh, do you have something, Kayla? I'm looking. Uh, oh, well, it's good to good scanning. Good scanning. I, I here. Oh, you know what? Actually, I could. I've oh, never right. shown this before. Sure, go. So my dad gave this to me eons ago. Eons ago. It's an NFL football but i remember taking it to camp and obviously the first player wanted to sign it was fred stamps so i oh, got nice. a little fred stamps and i have a picture oh it's back there i can't reach it um but there was another player who was very impactful and actually started my love for then the eskimos um and it was only when he became a coach with us that i was able to get his signature ah, nice that is one Jason, Jason Tucker. Tucker. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I actually remember when I brought this, when I got Fred Stamp's signature. Um, what was it this one? Or maybe it was James Franklin in my hat. But a player was like, do you want me to sign your hat? I'm like, no, thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was specific for, like, players that I absolutely loved. And I'm like, you're on the, like, I don't even know if you're going to be here next week. Right, yeah. I didn't say that, but yeah. I was like, oh, sorry. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> I offended him a little bit. Oh, Kayla. But, oh, yeah. Kayla. Um, yeah. okay, okay, I'm going to add Real Mike. Real tell. I'm going to add Mike back in because uh, for some reason it didn't copy his link here. Hang on one second. Let's just do this. Uh, well, and you disappeared like completely. And then I don't know you're what happened there. But... Or a ghost. You're a, you're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Uh, nobody it's can hear. Your, nobody on the screen can hear that except uh, you and me, Kayla. But now they can. Yeah, now better. he's back. There it's he like is. It's, it's you're a wizard, Harry. I know. You're... But <sighs> wow, I'm, get, I'm working on the beard, but I'm not quite as, uh, as tall. <laughs> oh, well. Gotta get those platforms. Yeah, some big yeah. platforms to be hmm, interesting. The great Robbie Coltrane. Uh, now that you're back, super fan, you want to do some uh, horde and tell? Sure. Um, okay, let me uh, switch you over here and uh, get everything. I want to know this rolling. irony story. Here we go. Oh, it's coming. Oh, horde and tell time. All right. Yeah. So, um, as many people know, um, I volunteered to help Linda sell some of her and Brian's collection. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's a good comment. I'll get oh. back to it. Carry on. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's, yeah. uh, speaking That's of rude. Irony. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of irony, carry on. <laughs> um, and it's been, you know, just back and forth on a lot of things. And I found someone who's going to take a lot of the collection, but I still pulled a few things out and I want to make them still available to some fans. Uh, and one of the things I find, which are always fun little items, are things like these. If I can. There we are. Hey, bobbles. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of Edmonton bobbleheads. I've got other teams as well. Uh, I can't show them right now, but they will become available. We have the number 02 and the number 44 from the 2002 Grey Cup. Uh, these will come with the original boxes. Uh, nice. We have a classic here that looks like oh, this. Oh, the Giz, yeah. And there's the Giz on side. It's life-size, so that's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, and then, of course, you know, you can't have 
the legends without the true Correct. legend Brian Hall from 2003, mm-hmm. the mouth that roared. I uh, awesome. I might yeah, need feels to, real, I, doesn't it? I might need um, to take that one. I might need to absolutely. Get on that one. And yep. last but not least, in a bit of fit of irony, considering who we are playing, there we go. Oh, there we are. yep. There he and is. Look, he's, he's, shake, he's shaking, thinking about playing us this week. So, um, well, you exactly. know, according to Mondo. <laughs> so yeah. these will become available uh, this coming week after the game. Uh, they'll awesome. be listed on Twitter on the um, Edmonton Football History account, as well as in the CFL Collectibles Facebook group. And it'll be posted maybe on Instagram and a few other places and hopefully shared by a lot of people. So uh, if you're interested in some bobbleheads, again, not just Edmonton, we got some Toronto, some Montreal, uh, some BC, even some Calgary and Saskatchewan. Uh, they will be available. I'll be posting them right away. And it's sort of a first come, first serve. So if you are interested, just, uh, you know, hit me up on there and uh, maybe find these a good home uh, and have a little piece of Brian and Linda's collection in, the, in your house. Fantastic. So I, I'm, I, I really apologize for laughing when I did, but I happened to look up. Yes. And uh, so, Mike, did you hear Kayla tell the story that she I did tell, not? Uh, so the story was that another player came over after Kayla had a part signed and he said, did you want me to sign your hat? And Kayla said, no, thank you. And so, so Cliffy's comment was that player probably didn't find you pleasant. Yes. And that is outstanding. It's true. Oh, it was just, sorry. It was bad timing for me to laugh. I understand. Brian, please forgive me. But I did, uh, I just, I did think that that particular comment you was... can bl- blame cliffy he's always inappropriate yeah uh, it, was worth, it was worth a giggle okay only somewhat pleasant cliffy probably <laughs> yeah cliffy probably <laughs> fyip <laughs> hashtag fyip yeah probably <laughs> kayla probably yeah all right uh next thing we are going to go to uh we have a game preview but we also uh this weekend as we have said a number of times it's a packed weekend saturday is fan day 10 to 1 at commonwealth stadium uh come see the guys get some autographs have some family fun uh there's gonna be some food there there's gonna be at least two of us if not three are you going kayla yeah well i was just making sure i you hadn't confirmed so okay so three of us will be around i don't know if that's selling point i mean yeah (laughs) we'll see how that goes was i supposed to confirm i thought that was just like a it's a given it was a given okay well no because you last time i talked to you you had said well that's driving in twice for saturday and a sunday and you weren't really you weren't 100 percent sure that was last i remember oh no i was just complaining because i had to drive in this is gonna be like my fourth or fifth trip to the city Okay. All right. I'm not awesome. missing it though. I'm She's a Hundo P. Yeah. I'm a Hundo P. <laughs> As the kids say. We always or ask Morley. Jake Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jake Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So all three of us will be at Fan Day. So come down and enjoy. Uh, but we have a game preview, and this time it means something. It's for points Whoa. in the standings. Points. Oh. Oh, it's so exciting. All right. Game is Sunday at five o'clock. Uh, means, uh, of course, the home opener against the Riders at Commonwealth Field. The tailgate will be open sometime around 2.30. 2 to 2.30. Yeah, somewhere in there. In there. And Mike, what are we having at the mm. tailgate this week? So the big home opener. We had a big hit with these last year. We're trying them for the first time. We are doing a tailgate pierogies. They're going to mm. be a uh, sour cream and cheese sauce served with Kuwasa and bacon. Oh, stop. 
Oh, wow. it's good. They oh, sold out very quickly last year, so we're going to triple the recipe and hopefully make it through. And that was a preseason game. Yeah. Um, so this is a regular season, I expect, with 160 uh, parking stalls in the tailgate this year, doubling from last year. These will sell out very quickly as well. So if you want some pierogies, get there early, get as close to three as you can, and uh, come hang out with us, maybe watch a bit of uh, footage and talk football. Yeah, I've, I have a feeling I'll be uh, bringing a television set. Oh, to, there it uh, is. Get a little bit of that. Now, um, uh, now the next trick, though, is uh, we'll have to see if we have enough plugs on the generator to make sure we can run everything at the same time. But we'll figure that out. We got a power bar. We'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be all good. This is fine. It's all fine. It's fine. Um, I'm excited for this, though. Uh, it's going to be, well, hopefully it's not thunderstorming. Uh, because that's what the prediction is at this moment. But it'll clear. It'll clear. It'll be we lovely. They're never right. Warm. It's going to be wonderful. Um, now, there's also so many places you can now listen to the game. Um, because yes. the team has linked with Stingray Radio. And they, Very over cool. eight different locations over northern and central Alberta, will carry our good friends Dave and Morley. Uh, so you can hear the game going on. Uh, I think it's a great move. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Let's get into the game, though. What do we expect from this game other than a W? Commissioner. Oh, I was going to say a W. Yeah. What else? Uh, oh, what, what are you man. watching? I'll, what are you looking the, for? I'm I, Honestly, I'm just looking for the passion to be back and to be restored and to have a packed house. Not a sellout. I'm not naive but a packed house and you know i think the most important thing i'm looking forward to is having mama melissa here and honoring her and honoring christian and all honestly that's all that matters to me like we're gonna get that w for him specifically and to honor her so let's freaking go yeah i uh i couldn't have said that any better i'm so excited when melissa said we'll see you on the weekend i'm like yes. ah! <laughs> Yay, it's going to be amazing. So uh, can't wait. Can't wait for her to be here. Uh, what are you looking forward to in this game, super fan? Well, I think it's going to be very interesting to see um, our secondary against their receivers. We've got three rookies in the secondary mm -hmm. uh, playing their first professional football game. Um, so that's going to be very interesting. And some other guys that have played that haven't played necessarily in our scheme. So um yeah, I'm very interested to see how they gel together, um, and and hopefully they come out on top. I'd like to see a pick or two, but you know, let's just keep it so that uh, them out of the end zone and and us get in the end zone. Absolutely, uh, I'm excited to obviously see how this offense works. Uh, I, it's Taylor now; it's his team, and and they're not playing vanilla offense in this one. <laughs> it's gonna be mm -hmm. let's go and. Uh, like Gino said, they got some guys that can uh, that can go and play. So I, I I'm excited to see how that plays out. I am curious to see how much of the run game they use to try and have that possession of the ball. I guess we can go to when we're going to keys to the game. That's the thing that I'm going to go with. Run the ball. We've got yes. amazing. <laughs> I know I like stole it from you, Mike. Um, our running backs have a chance to be huge this year and uh i'm i'm excited for kevin brown to show what he can do in a full season and uh, i hope he's knocking off those 33 yard runs like he was in preseason uh and uh, I, if they can control the time of possession I, I think i think this game is there so mike what do you got for keys 
Um, yeah, I think that's going to be key as well. We've also got to um, to set up the, the team in a good position to win on special teams. Um, we've had many, many, many years at this point uh, complaining about the return game. I'd like to see us, especially with some good returners out there that are very talented and some big guys that are blocking. Broderick, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do on teams, um, among others. And I think if we can set us up so we are – don't have to get a touchdown. I don't have to see Chris shave his head today. Uh, but sometime <laughs> this year it would be nice. Um, but just at least getting us out in some real positive yards on returns and setting us up for some, uh, some success there I think would be really huge for the team. Absolutely. Kamish, what else you got? I feel like we have all like the same brain wavelength right now because I was going to say, I want to know how they're going to use a double threat on the run game. I want to see what schemes are going to put in place. And I want to see how the offensive line does to actually make room for those runners to be successful in, in that regard. And then my second point too was about special teams. I'm tired of talking about special teams. I don't want to talk about them because they're doing a good job, not the opposite. So I, I want to see those improvements there and I want to see some gosh darn blocking to allow for a good return. Anchorage. I know. And I, I want to see, especially on this game, I want to see a return for a touchdown. That's what I want to see out of the game. Big hopes. No, I don't think there's a less fitting game than this one. Um, but yeah, I, uh, just block your guys. Like, yeah. Oh, who am I to talk? I'm a freaking skinny little <laughs> board. Like I can block a pansy flower. So. Wow. They're tricky. You got to be careful of those. That's I know. Right. You just never know. Yeah. You just never know. Um, all right. Pick them is back oh we obviously right. aren't picking the elks game but we will have a uh a prop bet uh if you've got a prop bet that you would like us to set a line on for the game this weekend throw it into the chat and uh we can uh we'll vote on one and then set a line and away we we'll go because that's what we do on the show because we never pick against the elks um now we also have a league in the uh Ooh, game zone dear. yeah that is yeah. the cfl game zone yes it is join we have leagues for fantasy we have leagues for the pick'em so join in let's have some fun so first game that is just now ending uh was calgary versus bc in calgary um so i'll just be honest i picked calgary to win this game i thought they would run the ball and that would be the difference and um yeah so i picked calgary commissioner who did you have before being that you know what the game is ending like now yeah. 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 You yeah. had done the same thing. Frick. Yeah. Okay. I already started off sucking. <laughs> yeah. Super fan. Wow. Um, home team. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Triple suckage. Well, well done. All right. Well, I guess we uh, di didn't do so well on that Ugh. one because uh, that game's about to end and BC is up 25 to 15. With 20 seconds good. left. 20 seconds left. Yeah. yeah Sean White apparently nailed a 45 yard field goal. What's that like? Oh. oh. That's nice. Well, our line is only going to be 40 until uh, Faithful learns that he can kick a 50. Like, as Joan says, he can kick a 50 uh, yarder with the same stroke that he does from 40. So, okay. Sure. How can I help? Uh, um. <laughs> well, let's not ask Cliffy. Kayla keeps the faith. Uh, okay, next game is Hamilton in Winnipeg. 
Oh, what did to I pick? Take on the bombers. Commissioner, you're first this time. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I picked Winnipeg. Okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. Super yeah. fan. Home team. Home team. Nice. Uh, also, home team. Oh. Uh, you know what? If this was week five or six, I might have gone story. the other way. Maybe. But but I think they're going to need time to Hamilton still need time to gel. So I think, I think it'd be very close game, but uh, that's yeah, that'll be Winnipeg again. Boo. Last game, Montreal against Ottawa in Montreal. Super fan. Home team. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go with home team because no, well, Mazzoli uh, is not playing right. for the next three weeks. Yeah. No. no yeah. They're, they're, I don't think Arguacle can take them to a win quite yet. But uh, Dice will have them fired. Fired up. Yep. Like he's ready, getting ready to go. But I think they come up a little bit short. Um, all right. We need a prop bet. Uh, sorry. I, Kayla. Mm -hmm. Kayla. Who are you picking? Who are you picking? Sorry. I, uh, I didn't lock in. Or I locked in before knowing about Mazzoli. Okay. So I locked in with Ottawa. Okay. <laughs> so... Yeah. Not home team. You can change well, it before the game. That's no, right. no. I've learned already that changing oh. my stuff screws up everything. <laughs> See, in the Monty Hall program, you always you're supposed to always right. uh, change the problem. So, that's, oh man, yeah. I had freaking rhymes on my roster and I took them off. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, mm, oh, yeah. Anyway, friends. let's move on. Yeah, that's yeah. Let's move on. Uh, got any prop bets in there, super fan? Uh, we don't. Uh, wait, well, we do. We do. Cliffy has. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I just read it. As soon as I said who it was, I should have been like, nope. <laughs> oh, Cliffy oh, D's prop bet. How many taxi squad players will Kayla big time on Saturday? <laughs> what? I don't even know what that means, but I can guess. Oh, I can my. guess it's. We should, we have a couple other options. <laughs> okay, let's go with the other <laughs> options. What other options are there? So uh, there's three. There's two there plus my own. Okay. Um, uh, number one is Ken Ludwig, okay. Alex Sachs. Okay. Number okay. two, Coach Vic. Total run yards. Is that total for the team or total for the game? Uh, it's Coach Vic. I'm going to say total Elks. Yeah. Okay. And, and what's mine. your what's yours now, Kayla? You get to pick which one we're going to do the prop bet, prop bet on. Okay, oh, so boy. so far we have um, number sacks. of total sacks by Edmonton, yeah, mm -hmm. total run yards by Edmonton, mm -hmm. or mine is which stadium will have the highest amount of attendance. Oh, see, okay, that's, was, see, that's ooh. not an over under though. How do you? Oh, okay. I could give you an over under for ours then. Well, I can say okay. over under for total attendance for Edmonton. Okay, so I, oh, I like the first one better, but yeah. Winning, commissioner gets to pick. I think we're still going to do mics no matter what, but <laughs> if you want to, yeah, because I like the the concept of like all the teams, but yeah, how do you do that over under? But I like that because well, if we, it helps any, uh, Calgary announced seventeen thousand nine hundred and forty-two. I was going to say so if if we do mics by home team then we pick one of the three remaining home teams or you could still say that calgary's gonna have the highest you could you'd, you'd be wrong but you could <laughs> yes yeah. i mean can you imagine if we weren't yeah like oh that's not good okay so bad. which one do you want kayla oh 
so, so we all talked about the run game. So that's run yards, sacks, or attendance. Oh, guys, guys, guys. Okay, since it's first game and we all need to kind of like get into the groove of things, into the actual game, let's go with Mike's, the latter. So it's kind of based on the fans and then we can get into the game. Get into the game part. Okay. A little bit, you know? Okay. So 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 total attendance for Edmonton then? Do you, do, attendance. Uh, do you want to do over under total announced attendance for Edmonton or do you want to do which one has just the highest? Em. Yeah. Well, you let's can't do, do over under with the high, like the. No, I know. No, we'll just do a pick. We'll just do a pick them. Okay. Let's do a pick them. I like okay. that one. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So then, super fan, this is your idea. So who do you, who do you got? Uh, I mean, it's so hard to say when you've got um, Edmonton with a lot of stuff that's been going on, a lot of buzz going on, mm-hmm. and Saskatchewan in town. I got to yeah. go with the homeboys here. Home team. Home team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. Kayla? Well, wasn't it announced that, I don't know, was there like 30,000 tickets? Supposedly it was, it was sold? Supposedly pushing that. That's what it was heard. Mm. Yeah. I'm kind of torn more. between home team mm-hmm. and the Winnipeg game. Because yeah. that's some bad mm-hmm. blood right there. Yep. Ooh. So my gut's saying Winnipeg for some reason, so I'll just stick with that. Okay, sounds good. And I only because it's Saskatchewan in town, we'll say home team. Fair, yeah. fair. Yeah, that's what that's. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it is going to be very close though. I, I between those two, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know how many are going to be uh, in Montreal. I, What's a sellout in Montreal? That's a yeah, good that's question there for Tim and Cliffy. Because if they get a sellout, do they? Does that just mean they win? Used to be twenty thousand two hundred and two, but I'm I was gonna not say sure. twenty two thousand ish. So interesting. Okay, all right. Well, I think that's an interesting uh, pick 'em for that one. Uh, just for fun, super fan. Yeah. Uh, Elks total rushing yards in the game. High over under. I'll put it at uh, one one hundred and five point five. Yeah, I think we're gonna be leaning on them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go over. Okay. I'm just curious. Kayla, what would you pick on that? Over. over. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going to pick under just for fun. Okay. Uh, just so that we have a pick. Spicy. <laughs> they, I mean, because they could certainly be receiving out of the backfield too. So that's, that's fair. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, especially Kevin Brown. Cause we know he did that a bit last year. So that should be interesting. Sure did. Oh my, so much fun. All right. Uh, now we also have, uh, some fantasy to talk about. Uh, and it's not like, it's not just an Elks home win because that's not a fantasy anymore. But, uh, nope. what we are going to talk about is that, uh, we have the, Canadian Football Podcast Network Fantasy League commissioner is in this year, and so our matchups this week for Week One: Superfan gets the automatic win against Ryan from Canadian <laughs> Football Countdown because he never loses. Oh, all um, good things must come to an end at some point. We'll I guess. Uh, anyway, Superfan's got Ryan from Canadian Football Countdown commissioner. You have Joe from the Rouge White and Blue oh, Podcast, Joe Richard, who ha- was the uh, champion, but two years ago. So, oh, uh, crap. He's, he's pretty good at this. Uh, I get Zach from Bonf- Bon Bonfire Sports. Easy for you to say. Correct. And uh, I, yeah, that should be that should be a good battle. I I, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I the new system. I'm getting. It's going to take me a while to get used to. I hope uh, I it's a did. Weird. Right? Yeah. Like I don't. 
I, I would like it if my preference would be have it by cost and have the projected points, but you can only pick cost or projected points. And it seems a little bizarre to have it that way, but that's just, that's yeah. just me. So anyway, um, okay, wait, just a is that question. how it works? I have something. I figured it out, but it yeah. took me a long time to figure out the interface. Well, I'm glad I didn't have it last year because I just didn't know what I was doing this year at all. Like, I just saved my picks, but that's it. Like, was I supposed to send it somewhere? No, no, you just save them and then away. Did you join the? Did you join the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm joined in, but it also says like share, and then when I tried to share it, and it says pick a league, and it's like, oh, create a new league. I'm like, but I'm in a league. No, you just yeah, no sharing is just like to put it. You can put your lineup on Twitter or whatever. Caring. I want you to share your lineup every week on Twitter, especially when you play me, please. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Uh, It's a tie. Weird. Follow along. We do have a Turf District Fantasy League as well. So jump in there and uh, we'll have some fun with that. So uh, thank you both. This was a ton of fun as always. And and Gina was amazing. Thank you to Gina Lewis for uh, joining us. And of course, to Hernan for helping us set that up. And uh, we we are excited to see him on Saturday and meet him in person and uh, have a few laughs like that. Um, Let's tell everybody everybody where we can find uh, I find you guys online starting with you commissioner Kayla on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi perfect and yes fan. Uh, you can find me at 56 parkies and you can find us at the Edmonton football <laughs> history podcast our Twitter account at EDM H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E very happy about that I wish you just tried to do an impression of him saying that because that would have been amazing yeah you want to try? Yeah, and I just tell you you're wrong. Okay. All right. That's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Mm. Um, <laughs> good. Uh, you can find me at Freak Malicious. You can find the show at the Turf District. That's everywhere uh, on the social medias, including Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, you can also find some of my musings at Three Down Nation. And uh, I did uh, do an article up. I think it'll be going up on the weekend on five, uh, six things five six one of them uh to watch for the opening game on uh sunday uh so check that out and then i'll do a write-up after the game uh when i get to be excited about us winning a game it'd be fantastic um so join in the huddle with us uh of course if you're on the youtube live uh stick around so that we will have overtime and we'll do a little bit more chatting uh otherwise we will be back next week on our regular time on tuesday uh where we will talk about our big win and set up the game against the BC Lions that I will be headed Oof. out to as well. Uh, I am excited to go out there and watch them live there. And LL uh, Cool J. After the game oh, tonight, so maybe dope. not. Oh, so right? Don't call it a comeback. Oh, that's right. Been that's here gonna, for years. That should be the name of the podcast next week. Oh, there you go. Right? We already yeah. have it set. Yeah. Yep. This week, Try to get him on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get LL Cool J? That'd be amazing. Uh, maybe Can not. call yeah. him James? That'd be amazing. Yeah, see? Fun. Uh, Also, follow our friends at Pay It Forward with Football because they're doing amazing things to help spread kindness. Uh, Mm. All right. So keep around if you can. Otherwise, we will chat with you next week. For Gino Lewis, Commissioner Kayla, and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter. 